Hey, I'm Owen Edgerton, and you're listening to Three Guys on Horror. Hey, Owen, one more time. Three Guys That Horror. <laughs> oh, Three Guys That Horror. back to three guys at horror you just heard the trailer for scary stories to tell in the dark currently in theaters uh, we have steve myself todd sam and joe and let's hop right into uh, social media all right guys you can send us your questions by email at three guys that horror at gmail.com that's the number three or hit us up on twitter uh, instagram or facebook also three guys that horror uh, so we got a couple questions in this week. So we're going to start with Instagram. Uh, we have Rise Horror Corner asks, rank the Silent Night, Deadly Night franchise, including the reboot. I go 215, reboot 3-4. 3 and 4 are so bad they don't deserve to be in the franchise. <laughs> 5 is just batshit crazy, and I love it. Oh. You know, I'm not super well-versed on the Silent Night, Deadly Night movies. I yeah, want I to. Know like, I know one and two. After that, it's kind of a blur for me. So uh, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't fairly rank them, honestly. Yeah, that's the same for me, too. Uh, I think I've only seen one, two, and maybe the remake. Um, but it didn't really... I mean, I don't remember anything, so I guess it wasn't that great, so... Number when one. did the remake come out? I don't even remember the remake. Um, I don't even know if I knew there was a remake. Looking right now. I don't know. What about you, Steve? Or Sam? No, mine's the same. Like I only remember one and two. I haven't seen anything else. Uh, that's same for me, so big fail. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Ryan. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I guess um, 2012. I don't so, recall it. Yeah. Did, did it make? Did it get like a theater release? I doubt it. It's just called it's Silent Night. Okay. Oh no! Judging by the cover, it definitely didn't get a theater release. It looks pretty okay. terrible. Like cheap. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't recall this. 
I mean, ask me to rank housewives, and that would be no problem. Oh, boy. <laughs> this would be uh, the new recurrent thing, I guess. Uh, right. <laughs> All right. Uh, so the other questions on Instagram were related to the movie that we're reviewing, so we'll get to those a little bit later. Heading on to Facebook, we have Kayla, which just shout out to Kayla. She always the first one that I see posting yeah. the new episodes on Facebook. Like, I usually find out from her before I start <laughs> from you guys. Uh, so, yes, yeah, huge <laughs> shout out for her. That's awesome. Uh, so she says, hey, guys, excited to listen to the new episode and to hear thoughts on crazy stories. A few would-you-rathers tonight. So the first one is, would you rather be visited by the creepy lady from Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark or the pool monster from Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, that's a good one. The, um, we talk about the one in the hallway? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the toe one, I would the say. The toe lady. Oh, yeah. the toe lady. I thought she oh, talked wait, about the I, hospital. I, 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 oh, maybe the like the fat, creepy one, too? Yeah. yeah, I guess either I guess you could go either one. Well, if it's her, I'm choosing the, that lady. The creepy? The creepy one that has the smile, the smile on her face. On her face. Um, She's cute. <laughs> yeah, I... Ooh, I would go with her over the other two because, like, the tow lady's pretty creepy looking, and the monster from that pool monster is pretty. Well, the pool monster's kind of just like a weird looking, like a zombie Halloween costume guy, but he's pretty fucking creepy looking. Um, I will go. Yeah, I mean, if it's the tow, if it's the the fat, happy looking lady, I'll go with her because she looked friendly. She did. <laughs> I think you got to go with the. Um... The other positive here is you get the stew looked pretty good, personally. So I think I'm gonna go with the toe lady. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, one one's looking to feed you, the other one's hungry, so it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I would also go with the uh, the big one because she just wants a hug and she's hungry. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it looks uh, so sincere. <laughs> yeah, the pool monster is just like he he's got, it's for people who don't know who that is. It's like kind of a bearded zombie looking guy. Uh, yeah. In one of the episodes, and are you afraid of the dark? So uh, yeah, I'd, I'd go with the big one as well. Uh, her other, would you rather is would you rather Black Philip for a pet or Cujo? Ooh, I feel like we've actually gotten this question before from another listener. Um, I'm gonna go Cujo because, like Black Philip, as much as I love the witch and Black Philip, Black Philip's fucking like Satan. So I think I'd I'd want to avoid that. Um, if we're going just like pure pet, though. I guess having a goat would be cool, like, over a dog. Yeah. So. Yeah, you wouldn't have to mow the lawn. <laughs> exactly. But I think for going perks again, I would go with Black Phillip because, I mean, you get to learn how to fly. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, there you go. float, I guess. Yeah. 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 I would go with Black Phillip, too, because if there's someone that, like, I need to get revenge on, oh, I would see if Satan Yeah, but it's it. the fucking devil, man. You can't trust him. Oh, yeah, but if I'm like, I would do whatever I can to give him a happy life so he doesn't hurt me. <laughs> All right. Uh, j- just to be different from you guys, I'm going to go with Cujo. I-, I feel that he just needed love, and I would give it to him, and he'd be an awesome pet. All so right. That's uh, that's what I'm going to go with. Black Phillip, you wouldn't even get milk out of him, though. No, fucking, <laughs> he had fucking blood coming out of his nipples. All right. <laughs> uh <laughs> And her last one is: Would you re- be, would you rather be stuck in the Belko experiment or the house from yes. Don't Breathe? The house from what? Uh, from Don't Breathe. Oh, okay. Oh. Belko, dude. Yep. It's a great movie. Belko, by the yeah, way. Belko, yeah, favorite of twenty seventeen <sighs> for me. 
Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, I'm gonna do the house because I feel breathe, like yeah. I have a greater chance. Better of chance. Out. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think you have a better chance against a blind guy. Yeah, like with a whole... turkey baster full of cum than uh, <laughs> than this Belko experience. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. For uh, yeah, I, I feel. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go for it. Okay. Oh okay. my God! Is it a Canadian? <laughs> Can... <laughs> All right, I'll take it. Um, I think for. Right. Oh my God. <laughs> Entertainment value, Belko experiment all the way. I don't want to get jizzed from a tricky baser. Yeah, but yeah. I think it's better survival rate. Yeah, I guess. I, I feel this is one of those, like, would you rather one really giant chicken or a bunch of little chickens situation? Um, what about Momo? I, <laughs> uh, I, I'd go don't breathe, I think. I think I'd have an easier time trying to kill that old dude than being in the Belko experiment. Yeah, but that guy's basically Daredevil, man. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I still think I could take him. Don't don't breathe too. Steve can take him. There you go. <laughs> they were uh, doing a yep. sequel. I don't know whatever happened to it though. Yeah. And they left it open for it, so They did, yeah. I don't think it needs it, honestly, but No, agreed. All right, so that's it for Kayla. I'm gonna head over to Twitter. And this one comes from Jedi Mind twelve oh seven. He says, "Can't wait for the new show to drop. What's the best and worst kill scene?" And I think he's—I don't know if he means specifically scary stories or just in general. So we'll go general for. Yeah, let's go general. Yeah. Best and worst kill scene. Um, right. This is tough. It is hard. So it's so many, so like, much damn. stuff. Um. Trying to think of one. Well, one that pops in my mind, even though I really don't like the movie that much, is Ghost Ship. Probably one of the coolest like opening scenes yeah. like ever. So I'll That's go with that. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Anyone else? I'm thinking. That's an easy one. <laughs> it is an give easy us, one. That's why it popped in my time. head. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna throw a worst out there real quick. Let's hear it. I'm gonna go Frozen, which is a really good movie, but the wolves like kill this guy off screen and. It would have been cool yeah. to see that. So yeah, I'll go. I'll go anything that's off screen that would look cool on screen or and or CGI kills for worst. That's pretty you know broad, but yeah. Okay. I really, I really liked that movie, Todd. Which one? Joe showed it. Um, Frozen. Joe showed oh, it to me awesome. like yeah. a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. Yeah, his movies are all uh, good except um, for the la- the sequels to the Hatchet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Digging, I really like digging up the marrow too. That's a great one. Adam Green. I don't know. I can't really think of anything specific. Yeah. That's a how about one. the uh, the the omen, the babysitter, which is like it's all for you, Damien. Yeah, she, that's creepy. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, it is. All right. What about? Since I want to hear Jedi's answer. Like <laughs> people put in their questions, but I want to know their answers too. Ooh. Okay. What about your favorite? My Halloween kill, since you can't think all of all of them. <laughs> Even the dog kill? No. <laughs> Even the paramedic that gets decapitated in H two O. Don't don't harm the animals. <laughs> but your boyfriend did. <laughs> Not me. It was a bad day. Michael. <laughs> did Michael kill any know. kill any animals outside of part one? No, I think that was yeah, it. That was that, huh? Yeah, and it was like off screen, right? Like it never. Well, yeah. So it's like, did it really happen? Well, he yeah, he was like, he dropped it out of his hand, so 
They kind of should yeah. happen. Yeah. Yeah. What was the dog's name? Like Lester or something? I think that's one of my trivia questions at one point. Yeah, I was like, that's a good trivia, trivia question. <laughs> right. Anyone else get anything? Yeah, uh, I'll I'll say for for my favorite one, I really like the uh, the TV kill in Nightmare Three. Yeah, in Dream Warriors. It just I just really love that kill. Definitely. Welcome to prime time, bitch. Love it. <laughs> I, I just. <laughs> Yeah, but the worst, I mean, you know, because I, you don't think of it, really. It's, you just watch it, and you're like, eh, that sucked, but you move on. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't have one in mind. Yeah, yeah. definitely. All right. Uh, he also asks, what horror icon has the highest body count? It's Jason. Jason. Jason, yeah. Jason, yeah. He's like 140-something, yeah. I think. Yeah. I don't even think anyone's close to him. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it's, it's definitely Jason. Uh, you, you keep seeing once in a while a uh, body count for all the mean kind of slashers. John Wick. Yeah. <laughs> he, pa- he passed them all in the three movies. I haven't seen part three right. yet. Was it cool? We haven't. I haven't seen part three yet either. I haven't even seen part two. I've only seen part one. But part, one's, part, part one's amazing. Two is still mm-hmm. pretty good. Two is yeah. good too, yeah. I just don't like his reasoning still like that. Really? This, this is why? But <laughs> Why are you hating? I'm like, he's still mad after all this time, dude. Yeah. Um, and another question he has is, have you guys ever met in person? You, you uh, guys have met, right? Yeah, I met, I met Todd. Mm-hmm. I haven't met Todd, although I feel like I actually feel like I've already met Todd in person and Steve. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I've met them in person. Well, in your dreams, yeah, I met Todd. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I met Todd and me and Sam live together, so that works. Ooh, um. living, living in sin, dude. <laughs> Black Philip over there. Yeah, I haven't met Steve yet, but yeah, hopefully one day all four of us will be able to get together. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's one of my goals for 2020 is to meet all you guys. Uh, so, yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. But you guys are all meeting this year, aren't you? December. Uh, yeah, Wicked, Wicked Weekend, um, which I don't know if we've talked about on the show really yet, but yes, Wicked Weekend, guys, uh, December 6th through the 8th. In Stafford Springs, Connecticut, um, it's a really, gonna, it's gonna be a really awesome, cool con. Um, already a great um, lineup of guests announced, including a Rob Zombie Halloween reunion with Tyler Maine, uh, Christina Klebe, uh, who else? Dig Farch, and uh, there was someone else in there, but uh, oh, and Scout, Scout Taylor Compton, and some other guests to be announced that I can't announce yet on the show. Um, but yeah, really going to be really excited. Uh, Alex Vincent, a whole bunch of people go look it up wicked weekend on uh, Facebook and whatnot, but it'll be a really great opportunity for us as a podcast because we have, um, we're going to be hosting, uh, all of the celebrity panels and whatnot. So it's going to be really, really awesome. So come and hang out with us and we'll probably get a lot of awesome stuff, um, for the podcast as well when we're there and whatnot. So if you can't make it, you'll be able to hear some cool interviews and whatnot from a lot of the celebrity guests and stuff like that. So definitely will be exciting. Steve, man. Come on. Steve. Well, I know. I really, really, really want to do it, but it happens to be during my family vacation at Disney World. Ah. <laughs> and it's like a big family reunion thing and that's the first weekend that we're there so disney's not going sure. anywhere dude <laughs> no i don't the uh, eight thousand dollars it costs to get there Fuck. <laughs> holy shit <laughs> i'm kidding but it's well <laughs> yeah. 
Well, this is the first year they're doing it, and um, you know we we're building a great relationship with the showrunners there, uh, the Wicked Vault. Um, for all your horror needs, go and check out the Wicked Vault. They sell um, a lot of horror collectibles, toys, and all that. So uh, they're the ones that are hosting the event. They're the ones that asked us um, to come along and uh, you know do the um, panels and stuff like that. So a big shout out to them. And um, you know if this event's a big success, which I'm sure it will be. Um, we will, I'm sure, have a good relationship with them, and we'll, you know, do it uh, for years to come. So uh, maybe next year, Steve. And Joe's being a little bit modest here. He's throwing a lot of the shit together with for them. So <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm helping patch, out. Patch your own back there, my friend. <laughs> I'm helping out, but uh, you know, they're, they're the ones that are, you know, putting it together and paying the bills and all that. So big shout out to them too. Very very cool. Um, all right, so Jedi Mayan has a couple other questions because we posted twice, so he, he asked a, two series of questions. He also asked, which horror film sequel was as good or better than its original? Ooh. Psycho 2. What? Psycho 2. You, have you seen Psycho 2? No, I haven't seen it yet. You think it, it's, it's better? Great. Well, you said as good or better, right? Yeah, I, I'd say as good, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Well, okay. I gotta check it out. For Psycho, sure. I mean, Psycho I, two I don't and know three. Why I, I've been sitting on it. Yeah. Two and three are like both really good. Uh, but two is like a straight slasher, though. It's like him actually like stalking people and stuff. That's fun. Uh, I've talked about mine on the show before. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street three, Dream Warriors. I think it's, I, I think it's better than the original as far as like um, for like rewatchability. So I'll go with that one. Mm, I don't really know. Steve, uh, I'll go Conjuring too. I, I like the better than one, but yeah, it's all, but one's amazing too. So it's, I think they're both great. Two better than one. I want you to I rewatch that, Joe. Man, rewatch it. Part two, yeah, yeah. it's, yeah, I will. I, I don't, I don't know. Like the first on first watch, I was just like, this is. I liked it. Don't get me wrong, but one just hit me harder. But I'll I'll give it another shot. All right. Uh, Sam, did you say yours? And... I said I don't know. Jeez. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> she gave me shit for Psycho 2, and then she doesn't even answer. I don't know. <laughs> no, because I just I assumed that the second one wouldn't be that good, so then I was like, did I mishear the question? No, it's like, is there a horror sequel that That's you think is better or one. just as good as the yeah. original? Nothing. Nothing you Never. can think of? No. All right. I'll, I'll, throw, I'll throw another one for you because this one's very big for me. Uh, Dawn of the Dead. I like better than Night of the Living Dead. So, uh, yeah, mean, I'll go with that. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of feel like I know they're in like a trilogy, but I kind of don't treat that as like a direct sequel, like I would like a Friday or something. You know? Yeah, definitely. Well, Friday Thirteenth Part Two is really good. That's probably better. Yeah. Uh, yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, then he asks, best CGI in a horror film. When you don't know it's CGI. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's exactly my thought. Yeah. yeah. Which is a lot of stuff. I mean, a lot of people supplement practical, which is what you're supposed to do. But um, let's go most recent. I would say, uh, I guess, Crawl. Crawl's pretty good. Yeah, not, not bad. I wouldn't say great, but. My choice, it's not horror, but I really liked Godzilla. I... Yeah, Godzilla King of Monsters. Yeah. CGI, and that I was amazing. It was beautiful. Ugh. That's great. <laughs> don't, don't start, Todd. <laughs> Freaking eleven. 
<laughs> Joe? Did I, Would you uh, go with that too? Sure. I can't think of anything else right now. Uh, I mean, Troll. Todd mentioned Troll Hunter. The CGI and Troll oh, Hunter was yeah. pretty solid. It's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll go with, uh, for a recent one, uh, Child, the Child's Play remake. I thought the CGI was pretty good. I yeah, I mean, that, most, I, I most of it doll. was practical. The doll was practical for the most part, but yeah, when they did have to put the CGI in, it wasn't bad. All right, and then he also asks, creepiest prop horror item that you own? Ooh, that's a good one. Good question. Huh. Maybe I'll, my... I'll go off. We'll yeah, go, go right. for it. Uh, well, probably... Maybe... Say, uh... <laughs> my Reagan from The Exorcist, probably... She's pretty creepy. I have like a full size. Reg Todd actually has it too. Um, but like her head spins around and screams and shakes. Yeah, it's yeah. really cool. It's pretty creepy. So I I'm, think maybe I'd go with that. I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say Steve's gonna say his casket. <laughs> that, that, yeah. That'd be my choice for him. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's something. It's, uh, <laughs> it's only barely used. It's good. It's it's a good shape. <laughs> you really you really ought to like lay in it just to mess with people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the mailman or something, or the pizza dude. Like, hey, come in and put it on my table, and your wife's in the fucking coffin or something. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. That's uh, it's funny when people come over to like do work in my basement because that's where it is. I always like cover it, but it's super obvious that it's coffin under it. Yeah. <laughs> put like a little knocking device in there. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's it's a fun thing to own, but outside of that. Uh, I also have a Reagan, but mine's lying down, and she like gets up and her head spins. So that's probably oh, oh yeah, fine. I think I've seen that one too. Yeah, mm-hmm. cool. Right. Sam, I don't really have anything creepy. Just my Halloween stuff, and then my Michael Myers stuff. But none of it's really creepy. Creepy. Yeah. Do you still have your Pennywise, Joe? Or no, you got rid of no, that. No, I huh? sold it. Yeah, yeah. I, I sold it. Yeah, got that good... that was a pretty creepy thing. But it, it, I felt it was a little bit yeah. too much. It was. It was a yeah. little too big, and it it didn't look exactly like the Pennywise from the movie. But it was it was pretty damn cool. But yeah, it was just I had no fucking room for it. That thing was like eight feet tall. Yeah, I scared <laughs> the shit out of my son, and I felt instantly bad about it. I picked it up, oh, and I, I I picked it up and like walked it by the stairs. <laughs> he was like, ah. <laughs> yeah, that thing was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get rid of all yours? Because I know we we bought the same exact ones last year for like seventy five percent off, and uh, I kept I kept Jason and that and Annabelle. Yeah. And you sold your Annabelle, right? Yeah, she's just too big, man. She's like yeah, five yeah. feet long. Yeah, uh, but she's big. I only kept uh, Reagan and Jason. Oh, and the little Billy too. Little Billy. Oh, okay. He's pretty cool. Even he, he was like sixty bucks. You sold the nun one too. Yeah, it was too much. Yeah, mine's in storage. I it's I haven't. I'll probably end up selling her too. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Well, one last thing I want to say about that. So I have this uh, full size like old lady that her back breaks, so she goes like backwards, and her eyes light up, and she starts screaming. Oh. And she hasn't worked for years, and I have her like kind of in my basement because she doesn't fit where my the rest of my Halloween stuff stores. And last year, randomly, I walked by it, and she turned on. Oh, shit. Scared the shit out of me. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, and it hasn't worked since again. So, Jeez, dude. Uh, did, it happen, yeah. did it happen right when you got the coffin, maybe? No, before. Oh, damn it. That I'm telling cool. you, man, that, that, that <laughs> thing is like, that. the old lady that was in there is protecting my house. Nothing <laughs> since she got uh-huh. it. Uh, yeah. She went to your house, uh, Todd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, his last question is, do you guys ever go on ghost tours? Yes. We've done a couple. They have them okay, here in yeah. Salem. Um, we've done a couple. I mean, they're okay. But they're not like the ghost, yeah. ghost tours. Like, I want to go on an actual ghost tour where you have the equipment and all of that stuff. Right. Yeah, they call them ghost tours here, but, like, you know, it's more like the history of Salem and stuff like that. Um, I did a ghost tour in uh, Gettysburg, too, which is they say is, like, one of the most haunted places in the country. But that was, like, a similar thing. It wasn't, like, an actual ghost tour where you have, like, an EMF meter and stuff like that. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I've done a few. Uh, Queen Mary's supposedly super haunted in Long Beach, California. And it was okay. Yeah, more like a history lesson. And them actually trying to scare you, not be factual. Right. Um, but have you guys ever done... Like like Sam mentioned, uh, like a ghost hunting thing. Um, me and Sam stayed at the Lizzie Borden house, and like we played with a Ouija board when we were there and stuff like that. Um, I mean, if most people, I feel like know Lizzie Borden, right? And like the history of Lizzie Borden, she like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so yeah, we actually stayed in the actual murder room, um, which was pretty cool. Um, Sam said she saw something in the room. When yeah, we were there sleeping. were moments that I could feel and see something, like, uh, a lot, I thought it was just because I was sick, but a lot of the times I would see, uh, like, fog close to the floor, and the person who was giving us the tour, um, afterwards showed us, like, this book of photos where it was a lot of, it looked like fog around mm-hmm. the floor, like, it was really weird, and she said that a lot of people would kind of pick up on that and see that and then we went downstairs to the basement basement, yeah and she had everyone um take a picture of this like brick wall area thing and i didn't use my phone and i could see like this figure shape and she was like do you guys see what's over there i was like yeah it's someone like standing over there and she was like you might see someone standing over there. So I don't know. I felt some stuff there. It was pretty creepy. Yeah. I didn't feel anything in the bedroom, like where, like in the murder room. Um, but I, I felt, I felt it in the basement. Like the basement was really like creepy and, uh, eerie feeling. Um, but yeah, it's cool. It's a, uh, it's a bed and breakfast now. So yeah, you can stay over and it wasn't super expensive to stay in the murder room for the night. I think was, like maybe 250 bucks or something like that. Nothing like crazy expensive. And they give you like a legit like two hour tour, like, you know, like with the rest of the guests in the house. It's like a really like, you know, like how many other people were staying there? Like maybe eight or 10 other mm-hmm. people or whatever. So yeah, it's definitely worth it. It's really awesome. If you're ever they in make the area, you breakfast the next they do. Morning. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's really awesome. Um, not super expensive and a, a cool experience. So if you're ever in the area, it's in fall river, Massachusetts, couple hours outside of Boston, and uh, yeah. Very cool. Sam, did you have anything else to add that you've uh, been to on Ghost Wars? Nope. Right. How and are those Salem me, ones, guys? The witches ones? Are they cool or are they just history lessons? They're just history lessons. Yeah. Yeah. They're not. They're okay. It's okay to do like a it once, but I wouldn't like recommend going on like all the. There's like you know, six or eight different ones and uh, just do one and that's all you need to do. All right. And yeah, for me, I, uh, I, same thing. Like I've been to ghost tours where it's just kind of a little tour around the city and they explain some history stuff, but I did stay at a haunted prison once. Um, the, it's cool. Yeah. Like the, it, it was a hostel and you stay actually in the cells and stuff. 
and at night the top floor was where they did the executions it was death row uh, which is abandoned now and even ghost tours and the employees will never go there past i think it was like 10 p.m because there's too much haunting activity so obviously my friend and i bolted up there as soon as it was 10 p.m and we spent a good amount of time up there and just kind of checking things out but uh, nothing i mean you hear whistling and stuff but it's an old building the windows have little creaks in them so it makes sense uh the only really creepy thing is there's a red door where the executioner would be because they were superstitious back then they didn't want the devil to see him or something and where they actually did the hangings uh where the noose was which they put a noose there you can hear kind of really creepy sound but again i think it's because of the wind so it was a good time but uh yeah Have have you guys ever uh went to graveyards late at night and with like tape recorders and stuff like that no, no, never. I used to do that when I was younger. Um, we'd have those little like uh, digital recorders, and we'd like leave them on a gravestone and walk around, come back like an hour later, and then listen to the footage. And usually, nine times out of ten, there'd be like nothing, but sometimes there'd be like a little whisper. Could be like a driving car past, and you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but it's cool. I think it's a lot of it too. Like if you're in the right mindset, you hear right. what you want to hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, yeah, cool stuff. It's fun. Yeah, that we should do that. There's a cemetery here in Salem. It's like really old. Um, it's called like Old Bearing Point. It's for you know the graves are from people from like the 1600s and stuff like that. So I bet you would definitely maybe pick up something in there. Cool. And the last question that we have that's not uh, scary stories, telling dark related, is from Angelica, and she asked, "What scary story stuck with you guys through adulthood?" Ooh. Uh, I got one. Most, yeah, go for it. Uh, the Telltale Heart uh, by Edgar Allan Poe. I don't know if anyone's mm-hmm. read that one before. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, but it's there's got some imagery in it where, especially where he describes someone looking into his room, it's just the way he describes it and the way I picture it in my mind is just, like, freaky. So every now and then that, that shot of what he describes will pop into my mind. Plus the Raven's really good, too, but it doesn't, like, leave me, like, creeped out like the Telltale Heart does. Okay. Um, well, I'm trying to think. Like, obviously, like the creepy stories that stick with me. Probably, you know, like your urban, your cl- basic classic urban legends, like the babysitter. Um, you know, the guy uh, calling from the house and stuff, and the the girl who's she thinks her dog's licking her under the bed, but that's really, yeah, <laughs> that's a good yeah. one, man. Yeah. What's it say? Like, because I've always had dogs. Uh, humans can lick too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he, he killed her dog and was licking her hand. On, that was fucking yeah, creepy. That's freaky. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, just I like, like those... the clown one. Is that the babysitter what's... one you're talking about? Uh, no, I don't think where, so. What's um, the clown? It's one where it's been imitated in movies now, but the babysitter, like, there she's babysitting kids, obviously, and there's like a clown statue in like the corner. Oh yeah. And she calls the dad or whatever, and he's like. She's like, can I, do you mind if I, like, move this statue? He's like, what are you talking about? There's no clown statue there. And then it, like, moves. Yeah. yeah. What movie? That was in a movie recently. You're right. I, I think I it forget. was in, I can't, yeah, it was definitely imitated. It was. I just can't remember what it was. Well, it wasn't, was it the, not the, what's the art, the one with art the clown? Not no, the one it wasn't that. Character. I don't think What's it was that, that one? No. It was one with the, the girl that plays the, like, main Viking girl in Vikings, if you guys watch that show. But I forget what the, the name is. Man, I I specifically remember that. It's like the intro to the movie, I think. But yeah, that's a creepy one for sure. 
Sam? Nope, uh, Joe already took mine. It was the one about the dog. Okay, and I, I don't really have anything either, so... There you go. So that's the questions. Thank you, everyone, who sent in their questions. Again, at three guys that were on all the social media. And now we're going to go into what watched. Yes, sir. As soon as I find the title of that damn movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. I'm close to it. Amusement. <laughs> Amusement? Yeah. I don't... I guess I saw it because I fucking remember that, but I don't remember anything about the... I don't remember that title name at all. It's pretty bad. It's like a clown on the cover, but it's not really focused in the movie that often. Okay. What's your lead off, Steve? All right. Um, So the first one I watched is The Lasso Pastor, which is a a screener that we got. So this, these uh, synopsis is, I wrote them, so it's not the one from the official website, but basically after seeing his parents killed, a priest goes to China and cuts himself on a rafter claw which turns him into a Velasso pastor. Mayhem ensues as he falls for a prostitute, avenges his parents, and fights ninjas. Uh, um, so, I, I heard a lot of people in the horror community really loving this movie, and both before and after I saw it. So I feel I need to watch it again. I don't know if it was my mood or just... I don't know what it is, but I thought this movie was absolutely terrible. It was horrible dialogue the shooting he constantly zooms in and out of, out of the guy's face like it's just awful the practical effects are oof, terrible uh there are some genuinely funny moments though and i will give it that i actually laughed out loud three or four times but overall i just could not get into this movie uh i'm surprised i made it to the end to be honest but i like i have said before i always try to make it to the end and i personally wouldn't recommend it but i will give it another shot because everybody in the horror community seems to love this except for me so that's that all right uh i'll go next um the first one i watched it was uh nightmare cinema um this is a horror anthology um it's streaming on shutter stars um mickey rourke is actually in this but he's not like a big character or anything but it's uh so it's like five anthology stories it's really cool though because like the wraparound story takes place in a movie theater so like these uh the people like walk into the movie theater and then like they see themselves on the screen uh and then like it gets into the stories um all of the stories besides one i really enjoyed and even the one that wasn't the best was still decent uh, but yeah overall really highly enjoyable uh, movie I-, I really really dug it and i would definitely recommend uh, checking it out, Nightmare Cinema. Sammy? Mm, I didn't have a chance to watch anything horror-related this week. Lame. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to... I saw Annabelle Comes Home, the, the third Annabelle movie, and I actually really liked it. It's uh, The synopsis is basically the Warrens... This is the first time the Warrens get Annabelle, take her home. Um, they go on like another mission or whatever. So they leave their daughter at home with a babysitter. Of course, the babysitter has a friend comes over, uh, breaks into the little like the haunted chamber room they have, and then releases Annabelle accidentally. And the the, the kids have to, I guess, put her back. Um, I actually really liked it. I found nothing wrong with it except the CG werewolf. Um, that was just terrible. I don't know why they keep doing bad CG in the movie. It's completely unnecessary. Um, but some good scares. I like the acting, I like the characters, and of course, like I really appreciate a little 
the little sappy endings they throw into these movies now, like where she's like talking to the 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 girls, like, "Oh, your dad says like he misses you and stuff like that." I don't know; it, just, it gets to me. But um, overall, a very good movie. I liked it a lot. All right, yeah. Like I said, I gotta re- I gotta revisit that one. But wait, better wait. than Creation? Uh, I'm gonna have to see Creation again, but okay. definitely better than the first garbage movie. Okay, Sam, what did you think about it? I know you saw it. It was all right. Was all, oh, gosh, I can't get anything out of you today. <laughs> I, uh, what do you think about uh, Conjuring Three supposedly being about the uh, werewolf? Conjuring Three is. Yeah, yeah. I've heard Ooh. that too. They're... I don't like it. I don't like it either. Well, I, I just hope they don't do CG, man. Like, I mean, they will. You know, but... they're gonna have to. Yeah. Ugh, that I'll, sucks. I'll still watch it, but I'm just like, why? I want to know yeah. more more about the fairy man or whatever he's called. Hell yes, that was the best one of those ghosts too. And yeah. I'm really mm-hmm. bummed they're not doing that one. I like the the people with the coins on their eyes too. That was a really cool sequence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And but basically anything but the werewolf would have been better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the samurai guy was even pretty cool too. They could do something really cool with that, like going away. Back in time. No. Fine. <laughs> Sheesh. It's just a bummer that Patrick Wilson's in Insidious and Conjuring because that'd be a cool crossover. Yeah, definitely. They could find a way to do it, I'm sure. But <laughs> I would have liked the Sinister uh, Insidious crossover. That would have been cool, I think. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. But I don't think we're ever getting that because I think they're done with uh, Sinister. I don't, which I don't mind because Part Two was pretty bad. Um, all right, my next one is called The Perfection. Uh, oh, yeah, we've all, yeah, all buddy. We've all seen this. Yeah, Yay. still, oh, okay. st- still my best of the year. Wow, Todd. Midsummer can suck it. That's crazy to me. Was that released this year? Yeah, yeah. Perfection. I Netflix. Was, I thought it was 2018. Nah, this year. I'll, I'll, I'll put it on my list then. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, basically, cello player uh, goes to school and. Uh, there's like some kind of animosity with another cello player and they go on this adventure in Asia and a bunch of, I, I don't even want to say too much about it because there's so this movie, I didn't know what to expect from one minute to the next. And that's what I dug so much about it. Uh, it just, it's so crazy and it goes in such twists and turns throughout the whole movie. I really like this movie. It was really interesting and yeah, I'm, it might make my top five or 10 of the uh, year. I yeah. think at the end of the year, my boy, Steve, <laughs> it would it would maybe make my top ten, but definitely not my top five. Yeah, definitely not top yeah. five. But but uh, I really I liked it a lot. Yeah, no, yeah, it was definitely a definitely a recommend for sure. Um, the next one I watched is one you might be surprised I had never seen before, but um, it is 1979's Tourist Trap. Um, oh man. I'm sh- Assuming you guys have all seen this, or talk. I have it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I really, really like this one. Um, I had watched Terror Train right before it, so it was kind of like a double bill between with Terror Train and Taurus Trap, and I definitely like Taurus Trap a lot better um, than Terror Train. Uh, basically, what it is is um, I'll just read the IMDb synopsis for you guys. But uh, a group of young friends stranded at a secluded roadside museum are stalked by a masked assailant who uses his telekinetic powers to control the attractions mannequins um yeah really really fun movie really uh odd too like uh 
the mannequins are super fucking creepy in it. Um, I could see this, like, if I saw this as a kid, this is one that definitely would have stuck with me um, and, like, creeped me out. But, yeah, this movie holds up well, um, you know, for one I had never seen before. I think it still holds up today. It's uh, really, really good. Um, has a twist, actually, I didn't see coming, um, which I thought worked really well for the story. And, yeah, really, really dug it. Definitely recommend it. I'm sure most of you have seen it, but if you haven't, definitely recommend checking out Taurus Trap. Yeah. One a... and one I think could use could be good for a remake. Yeah. That's a really good one. And uh just in case you haven't seen it and you want to buy it, don't buy the Blu-ray, buy the DVD because the Blu-ray has I think it's an incorrect soundtrack or something like that, I forget, but the DVD is like the way you should see it. Mm. Cool. Totter. Oh, okay. Uh Brightburn. And, oh, uh, all right. Yeah. Who, oh, who's doing the butthole noise? Sam. I, that's a floppy. I like that's a floppy butthole. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, synopsis is: What if Superman was evil? That's exactly what it that's is. It. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, like a baby crash lands in farmland, just like Superman did, and this family takes him in. When he's, you know, getting to the puberty stage, he just—he's a psychopath, and uh, he just starts killing people, kids, student, um, other parents fucking his uncle and shit um oh he fucked his uncle yeah he fucked <laughs> he fucked him over but um yeah he did that no was like the gory step oh one. my that gosh fucking gory yeah too. where his fucking his yeah. his whole mouth was hanging open yeah but um i was very surprised i had went with the gore i didn't think he was gonna do it and i liked yeah. it um i really liked his drawings too of his kills that was cool mm-hmm. and i hope there's some kind of follow-up because i really want to see what they do next is it horror I would, uh, yeah, I would argue with for horror, yeah, definitely. Just because he's, yeah. they they play it like a slasher kind of, you know, like a, yeah. they don't play it like he's a bad, like he's a supervillain or anything. They play him like he's just a fucking killer. Would we, you want to see a sequel? Because it leaves it open ended. Oh yeah, I would love to see a sequel. Yeah. Okay. Did, did you see yeah, that one, I, yet, I, Steve? No, but it's on my list now. <laughs> it's, uh... Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's right up your alley, Steve, especially, like, being a comic book fan. Did you I say – sorry, Joe. Did you say no to horror for your, for you, or do you think it's horror? So when I first saw it, I was like – I was like, I don't think it's horror. But then the more I thought about it and stuff, I was like, you know what? I would put it in the horror category, and honestly, it would probably make my top ten right now of the yeah, year in the horror category. Cool. All right, uh, my last one. Uh, last week was the 50th anniversary of the Haunted Mansion ride at Disney World. Uh, sorry, Disneyland. So I watched the movie The Haunted Mansion. Oh, shit. Eddie Murphy? Yeah, Eddie Murphy. So Eddie Murphy and his wife are summoned to a creepy mansion with an eccentric owner under the pretense that he's selling it. So he's a real estate agent. And the owner of the house, uh, Master Gracie, is actually... Uh, Eddie Murphy's wife looks a lot like the wife that he lost, so he's trying to do some magic to kind of get her back using uh, Eddie Murphy's wife. A bunch of stuff ensues. It follows a lot of the beats from the attraction at uh, Disneyland. And uh, it's honestly, it's a decent movie. You know, for it's more of a teen movie, obviously not so much of a horror film. But there are some little scares. Uh, it's kind of akin to like Goosebumps or Hocus Pocus or things like that. As a pretty big fan of the ride i think they didn't do the ride justice i think a lot of it was too cheesy and too far away removed from 
the attraction, but as its own movie, and if you don't know anything about the Haunted Mansion, I think it's a pretty decent kind of Halloween film, especially uh, if you're trying to get your kids into, you know, kind of a building blocks to get into horror. So uh, I think it's an okay film. Yeah, I, I hope they, like, redo it or something, or, like, make it, like, a like you know, like, along the lines of, like, what we are doing tonight, like, a scary story to tell in the dark, or, uh, you know, like, some sort, like, make it a little darker and creepier. Uh, Del Toro is dying to do it. Like, really? For, for years, he's been that talking be about doing fun. it. He owns a lot of original pieces from the ride, like, they switch them out every couple of years, and he owns a lot of the, like, pieces. He's mm. he He really wants to do this, and I think the success of scary stories could maybe catapult him to do this, but it'd be on so. Disney, Disney to decide whether or not they want to go that route. Right. Which, I mean, I think they might like, but I don't know, like maybe they don't want to go too creepy, but yeah, I'm trying to think what was the last like Disney movie that where they try where they went a little creepy with it, but nothing comes to my mind. All right. Mm. Uh, all right. Is it my turn? Yeah. Okay, I watched this one actually based on Todd's recommendation a long time ago, and I'd just been sitting on it but never watched it, and it's uh, Dead Girl. Uh, this is I, – I don't know when this was released, actually. I think it was early to mid-2000s, but basic plot synopsis is these two high school friends, they're like – they go to a uh, – it's like an abandoned hospital, and they're just like drinking and shit like that and just partying and – they find a, you know, like a locked door or whatever, and they get, they find, they, you know, weasel their way in, and they find a, basically a dead girl just laying there, and they're like, where the fuck did this girl come from? And what we end up finding out is she's not really dead. She's, well, she's the undead. She's a zombie. Um, and uh, then things take an interesting turn, because um, they decide, well, hey, you know, she's chained up. Let's let's fuck this zombie um, and use her as our sex slave, and um, that's basically where the movie goes. These guys just, but things you know get crazier and crazier. They start inviting other friends, and then one of the friends gets bitten, and ah, uh, yeah, it takes some crazy turns. Um, I think there's like a lot of um, you know subtext about you know um, like rape culture and stuff like that in this, but. Um, overall, a pretty interesting movie, and I, I would definitely recommend it. Dead Girl. Yeah, they almost made a sequel called Dead Boy, but it never got off the ground. Interest- yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. You dug it, right? I, yeah, I definitely. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was pretty cool, pretty interesting one. Yeah. Uh, all right, so my next one is not you know, quite horror here, but it's super good on Amazon called The Boys. Um, it's a TV show about superheroes. However, uh, I think the, like the Justice League and shit like that, but they're all assholes and just pieces of shit and they'll murder people and super graphic. For example, uh, the first scene, not a huge spoiler is this guy's talking to his girlfriend. She steps off the curb and the guy that's the equivalent of the flash runs through her and it's slow motion, her exploding and him getting soaked in her blood. And then that sets off a chain reaction where he wants to f- try to kill the superheroes because they're all assholes. Um, superheroes are all making fun of him. Like, man, I, I blew up that girl and they're all just laughing and drinking and shit. Um, the guy that plays the equivalent of Superman is, like, super loved by everybody. He has that persona where he's, like, super cool, super nice, but he's probably the biggest piece of shit of all. And there's a really disturbing scene uh, involving a hijacking on a plane where um, Homelander, who's Superman, 
he comes to save everybody and it just goes wrong and he's just like eh, fuck it not my problem and leaves and it's it's pretty pretty sad um but the boys man on amazon's really good really violent super gory and not like a traditional um superhero thing yeah i've been hearing a lot of people talk about that one. i'm excited to check it out yeah i mean uh <laughs> there's you know superheroes make each other give give each other blowjobs it's fucking pretty demented <laughs> wow <laughs> All right. I'll add to the list. I think that's it, right? Wraps it up. That is it, yeah. Steve, did you watch that yet? Yep. No, I didn't, but... Uh, yeah, dude, check it out. Adding it to the big list, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think you like it. Um, so I think we're in the horror news, right, Joe? Yes, sir. All right, let's get into horror news this week, folks. Um, so uh, first, let's talk about this James Wan um, untitled horror film that is going to be coming out. Um, they've been very secretive about it. Uh, um, you know, there's been almost there's been rumors coming out that maybe it could be a Nightmare on Elm Street remake, which I don't buy. I think that's just you know an article is written kind of for clickbait and stuff like that. I think they squashed but, that though. What's that? I think he squashed, squashed that. Yeah, did he, he squashed that. Yeah. He said it's the original concept. Okay. Um, well, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely excited for it. Um, what What was the last movie he actually directed, horror wise? It's been a while. Been a while. Maybe Insidious Two. Conjuring Two, you mean? Or, did he direct Conjuring? He directed the. I thought it was first? Insidious One and Two. I'm gonna look. No, he didn't do Insidious. I think he did Conjuring One. I don't know if he did Two though. But uh, but yeah. Anyway, he's. Doing a uh, yeah a horror movie is in the works for him. Um, everything completely under wraps, totally secretive. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely excited to see what he does because the guy can the guy knows how to make good horror movies. Um, some people might not agree, but um, you know I hope he goes more back to his saw route, like some like good old like torture porn shit. But we'll see. Yeah, so he did, the last one he did do was Conjuring 2, but he also did okay. Insidious 2. He the, directed that, though? Yeah. Uh, really? The, the Conjuring, Insidious Part 1, Dead Silence, Death Sentence, and Saw. Okay, cool. All right, well, we shall see. Uh, all right, uh, next thing um, to talk about here is... Sorry, I'm doing this. Uh, oh. Uh, so I wanted to talk about this list here. Uh, Bloody Disgusting posted a list of this. We can discuss this. The 13 scariest CGI monsters in um, horror movies. So um, to go uh, on the list here, we have <laughs> we have Beowulf. Beowulf? Have you guys, yeah, have you seen Beowulf from 2007? Mm, Beowulf? Uh, yeah, no, I haven't. Okay. That's on here. Um, Annihilation, the uh, um, bear monster from Annihilation. Is it horror? <sighs> yeah, I mean, it made a lot of people's horror list for 2018, but I didn't consider it horror. Yeah, that was a freaky bear, though. It was. I thought the cool. little like the like the root plant people were freaky. Yeah. Um, I don't know why this is on here, but they have the mist. I thought the fucking CGI in the mist was terrible. Uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> so I, I don't know where they're going with that one. Um, the Ritual, the monster from The Ritual, which I thought was a good one. 
That one looked really cool. Um, Shin Godzilla, which I've never seen. Anyone? Just no. assuming that's Godzilla. I, I yeah, I don't know. Um, Starship Troopers, which I will totally agree with. I feel like the CGI is really good for a movie that came out in '97. Yeah, it's still excellent. Yeah, still holds up really yeah, awesome. well. I mean, not a horror movie per se, yeah. but definitely has some genre tones to it. Um, and uh, finally, A Quiet Place. Uh, I want to say those were great. Yeah. yeah, I loved the movie, but I didn't think the monsters were all that great uh, CGI-wise. Yeah. The sequel will be coming out, though. I think next year? Yeah, yep. we'll see. Yes, sir. Um, okay, I know Sam will be excited for this one, being um, <laughs> the big Halloween fan, but if you are a fan of Hocus Pocus... They will be showing Hocus Pocus 27 times this year on um, the Freeform channel. So uh, if you're a Hocus Pocus fan in October, um, I don't think you'll miss it. So, but just... what? Missed opportunity. Why wouldn't they show it 31 times? Just show it another four. <laughs> That's true. But what were you saying? Or you could just, what, pop it in? Yeah, or you just put the Blu-ray in. <laughs> hey, some people are cheap fucks. That's true. Well, if you can play for cable, you can buy a Blu-ray. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but it's just fun letting it play whenever. Like, when you get home from school and you want to heat up some pizza rolls, you turn on the TV and you're like, oh, shit, Hocus Pocus is showing right now. Would you Would you watch it through every time, you think? Or just have it in the background cleaning or something? Probably. I'd probably watch it ten times all the way through, and then all the other times just while I'm doing my Halloween stuff, you know? It's probably like a Christmas story, like when it's always on. Yeah, you know, maybe not watch it though. Have, I don't know if I've ever asked you guys. Do you guys enjoy Hocus Pocus? I, yeah, fuck yeah. I was, yeah. was in it's love fun. with Sarah Michelle Gellar, yeah. or not Sarah Michelle Gellar. Um, what's her fucking face? <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker. There you go. <laughs> I think she's like a you lot know, of people's first crushes. I hadn't seen it until like three years ago. Oh wow, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, I know it's. Uh, so but, as an as I want to hear your thoughts, like as an adult, like who hadn't seen it, like didn't have the nostalgia for it, did you enjoy it? Uh, yes, I did. I, I, I because especially when it comes to Halloween films, I, I could feel myself as a kid watching it and knowing it's just an enjoyable movie anyway. Yeah, as, as an adult, and I, I really dug it. And it, it's actually one that I find I like more every time I watch it. Yeah. And so that's uh, yeah, I dig it for sure. It's a classic. I was actually afraid of Hocus Pocus, like, the first few times when I saw it as a kid. Why? Because of Billy? No. Well, Billy was kind of creepy, but it was when they were putting the children, like, in the little, um, <laughs> what do you call it? Like, a, like the cauldron? No, like, the she starts singing and they all uh, go in that trance. Like, yeah. that would creep me out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Billy Butcherson played by Doug Jones. Billy's a babe now that I'm older. I'm like, he cute. <laughs> Nicest horse celebrity I've met, by the way. Doug, Doug Jones, yeah. Oh I've heard God. great things about him. I've always wanted to meet him. What'd you have him sign? That Billy Butcherson. Did you? Oh, awesome. Yeah. Cool. Um, all right. Um, oh, and, and, well, if you're ever in the area here, you know, where we live in Salem, uh, a lot of the movie was filmed here, so you can visit uh, quite a few of the filming locations. So it's pretty cool. Um. Okay, next, uh, The Purge 5. Are you guys ready? Are you excited for The Purge 5? It will be releasing in summer 2020. 
um, with Everardo Gout will be directing. Um, the only thing I see him credited with is Nat Geo's Mars, so um, we'll All see. Right. Um, but uh, the franchise creator will once again write the movie for Blumhouse. Um, and yeah, so yeah, are you guys? Purge what do you guys five. think? Are you, are you guys ready for another Purge movie? Oh, no, I didn't even stop. see the last one because I was like, <laughs> enough of this. Stop, please. What's the subtitle? Fucking here we go again. It's like every movie, they're like, we're gonna shut the Purge down, and they never do. So yeah, fuck. I it's a TV show too, right? So the show's badass. I, I stand by Is the it? show. Yeah. Oh really? Oh mm-hmm. wow. So why is it like it? still a continuing show, Todd? Or are I'm they not done sure. With it? No, I'm not sure. I, I know it did well, but on USA, let me uh, I'll look it up. But yeah, a lot better than the last the last one for sure. That's what I've always heard about. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, a little bit more. So there's no title. It is untitled right now. Um, but the Todd, you might be getting your wish because the writer said, he says, uh, I think it's a great way to end it all. We want to end it all. I think in this one, and I'm very excited when I came up with the idea and pitched to everybody, they seem psyched, and I think it would be a really cool ending how we take this one home. So it seems like this could be a wrap on the franchise, and maybe they'll continue on with the TV show. But, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, they've kind of ran their course with this idea. There's not much more you can do with it. Would you guys purge? I would go uh, hide in a tree. No, I'd hide. Fuck I'd, it. I'd, I'd fucking hide. I'd purge. But uh, season two is <laughs> coming out. When does it start? Uh, they just did the teaser for it, so I'm not entirely sure. But it's definitely getting a season two. Is it going to be for fall? Uh, I'm assuming like so. Air last fall? Yeah. Cool. That's good, man. I mean, there's no kills. I mean, it's on a you know standard network, but there's they, they're, um, they're freaking creative with it like off camera and they'll show like silhouettes and stuff like that it's pretty good all right cool uh all right one thing i wanted to really briefly mention um i didn't bring this up i didn't mention this to you guys to watch the teaser or anything but uh nickelodeon released their first teaser for the are you afraid of the dark tv series revival um so the movie is still um up in the air um it was pulled and no real news about whether that is dead in the water or if they will be bringing it back. But um, as far as uh, the revi- for some sort of revival, uh, Nickelodeon will be doing a limited revival um, that will be airing this October on Nickelodeon. Um, there's going to be three hour-long episodes um, with an entirely new Midnight Society group of kids who tell a terrifying tale about the Carnival of Doom only to have the events of the story come to life. So kind of like what we're doing tonight with Scary Stories and um, the Goosebumps movies is kind of what it sounds like they're doing with that. But, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'll check it out. Yeah. I, I just watched it right while you were talking, and okay. it, look, it actually looks pretty decent. There's, okay. a, there's a real, like, legit zombie in that tra- in that little trailer. For Nickelodeon, that's surprising. Cool. Yeah. Todd, or any thoughts? No, not really. Huh. <laughs> were you a fan of the original? Yeah, but I mean, the movie we're gonna review didn't hit with me, so I'm kind of turned okay. off. Yeah. Okay. He's over it. Todd's over it. All right. Um. All right. Well, next, since we're doing somewhat trailers here, let's talk about Haunt. Um. 
So Haunt is a new movie that is going to be coming out uh, this year. Um, our good friend Damien Maffei um, from The Strangers Pray at Night, who we interviewed on the show, probably one of my favorite interviews we ever have done, um, just because he was really awesome. And it was like, no, I mean, it was like a legit over an hour interview with the guy. And it there was like no... Um, awkward like, silences. Awkward yeah. or anything. I mean, yeah, he's, he's a real horror fan too, so that helps. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it was a really cool, super chill episode. Definitely recommend going back and uh, listening to that episode. But uh, yeah, um, so Eli Roth is producing this one. Um, I don't know if this is coming out um, in theaters or if this is going to be like a VOD DVD release. But uh, play uh, so Haunt takes place on Halloween with a group of friends encountering an extreme haunted house that promises to feed on their darkest fears. But the night turns deadly as they come to the horrifying realization that some nightmares are real. Um, oh, okay, so I'm seeing it's going to get a limited theater release and on VOD platforms September 13th. So we just watched the trailer a few minutes ago, guys. What was everyone's thoughts? Oh, it looks awesome. It looks like a really fun time. Uh, it looks like a better version of Hellfest. And... As long as it's super violent, it has some really good imagery. Like I love freaking like haunted house slash you know fun house kind of sets. So I'm I'm excited. Hell yeah, I, I totally agree, Todd. That was like the first thing I thought of when I was watching the trailer. Is like this looks a lot like Hellfest, but better. And I I did like Hellfest, but there was it was yeah, it could have been so much better. It's so, that girl, dude. Yeah, Get rid of that <laughs> yeah. girl. So annoying. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this looks really fun and really cool, and uh, yeah, so I'm excited for it. Yeah, no, yeah, I mean, I'll watch it, but it's just like all the other, like, we're teenagers, let's go to a haunted house, sure. and they, they get murdered, but I felt like they showed the whole movie in the trailer. Okay. But I'll still watch it. Yeah. Yeah, as a guy who travels to Halloween Horror Nights every year, I love this type of like haunted house type thing and to see a movie hopefully they do it better like you guys said than Hellfest uh, they show more of the kills it's look a lot gorier uh, I'm mm-hmm. definitely down for this I'm really looking forward to it alright cool cool well yeah keep your eyes out on that um, maybe we'll review it on uh, the show we'll, get Danny um, back on for sure yeah definitely uh, he will actually he'll be at um, Wicked Weekend in December and he is going to be doing an in costume photo op as his new character in this movie, the devil character. So that would be a really cool. And he's also doing a man in the mask photo op as well. But yeah, there's another incentive to go and check it out. Um, all right, next story. Um, huge, huge props to our um, boy, Guillermo del Toro. He finally received his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So um, a huge congrats to del Toro, who is just a massive genre fan and has made some great genre movies. And, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. not much more to say about that. Congrats, congrats. Yes, and also produced tonight's movie that we will be reviewing. So, uh, all right, next. Are you guys ready for a third Tales from the Hood movie? I think you covered this last week. Did I? Yeah, and we are like, no. Yeah, we had a question about it, so, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, fuck it. Uh, all right, on to the next one. Are you guys ready for the General Mills Monster Serials to collide with the Adams Family? In a, sure. in a cereal box? <laughs> or 
Yes, so the company has announced that uh, this year's theme of their Monster Cereals will be a cross-promotion with the Adams Family. So Blueberry, Count Chocolate, and Frankenberry will be back on the shelves with new packaging um, co-promoting the Adams Family movies. So those could be some cool, fun um, boxes to pick up. What's everyone's favorite, man? I'm a Count Chocula guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Count Chocula. I, I, honestly, I like all three. I don't dislike any of them. Have you ever mixed them all? I haven't. Together? No, I've never done that. I'm sure that's like a thing people do, but... Did you make some, Sam? No. Well, okay. I want to. Make it happen, Joe. <laughs> all right. This uh, this uh, October, we'll be doing it. <laughs> uh, all right. A uh, couple more stories here. Um, are you ready for a babysitter sequel? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay, well, Netflix's The Babysitter um, has officially been greenlight um, for a sequel. Um, let me see here. Okay, and they said it could be uh, back behind the camera as early as this October. Um, not much is uh, out there. Just casting is underway, and shooting is expected to run through Thanksgiving. So probably sometime next year. I mean, I thought the first Babysitter movie was okay. It didn't blow me away or anything. Um, but sure, I'll watch a sequel. I like how the blonde girl is like a genre girl now. That's pretty good. Yeah, she's going to be in Ready or Not coming up here, which we'll be doing for the pod. So, yeah. All right. Um, all right. So next to a pretty big story, um, and I definitely want to hear everyone's thoughts on this. Um, I don't know if a lot of you guys heard about this movie, The Hunt. That was supposed to be coming out, but um, due to the recent mass shootings that happened here um, in the States, um, Universal Studios has pulled the movie. Um, so um, They pulled it, pulled it? I thought they just pulled the they trailer. They pulled it. They have canceled. Oh, it says, uh, uh, as the site notes, the news of Universal canceling the hunt comes after putting the brakes on the pick's marketing campaign. In the wake of the El, pa- El Paso, Dayton, and Gilroy mass shootings, um, they released a statement that said, while Universal Pictures has already paused the marketing campaign for the hunt, after thoughtful consideration, the studio has decided to cancel our plans to release the film. We stand by our filmmakers and will continue to distribute films in partnership with bold and visionary creators like those associated with this satirical social thriller but we understand that now is not the right time to release this film it says while plans have been canceled um it has been noted that it could come back at a later date for a theatrical release or it could get thrown onto a streaming service um so yeah i mean uh, thoughts on this when you do stuff like that the people that are pieces of shit like essentially win you know yeah so i definitely you know it's a I think you hit it on the head there, or the, or the article did. It's satirical. Um, it's it's just sad, you know. It's it's just stupid, dude. It's a freaking movie. I don't know. That's my thoughts. Yeah, I mean, do you, yeah, I mean, I don't see like there was another movie that came out a few years ago. I mean, and the, something... the Purge has our country literally killing everybody. Right? And they're they're doing a fifth yeah. one, like yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Stupid. do you, do you think there's a right and a wrong time to release like a movie like that where like they have people running around being sh- like shot up and stuff like that? I I don't know. 
I mean, I, I think it's definitely an overreaction, just like um, uh, what comes to mind here. The, what was it? The dictator with uh, when the, we interview? <laughs> the interview. Yeah, uh, the, yeah. Is that what it is? The interview? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, that it, that kind of comes to my mind. I mean, I just think they're playing it a little too safe. I don't think anyone would have really cared or anything like that if this movie got released. I didn't see anyone complaining about it. So, um, yeah, it's too, too bad. I feel bad for the filmmakers and the actors and all the people who are involved in the movie as, you know, it was supposed to get a major theater release and now it might just get dumped onto, um, like, Netflix or something like that. So that's definitely a bummer. Yeah, it's, it's totally a bummer. And it's it just puts the energy in the wrong place. It's like the pulling of the video games and pulling horror movies. And it's just, uh, it's, I don't know, it's just, it's like Todd said, it's almost like giving the bad guys a win. And it's, I'm almost afraid that people who don't like these types of things might do something stupid just to pull things. You know, people are crazy out there, and it just sucks. Well, it's like I understand that they want to be respectful and everything, but maybe they could have put, like, a percentage of the profit towards something positive that this for the people that this affected their lives and stuff like that. But I, I don't know. It's not... It's not, like, the right uh, solution. Like, I don't know. Yeah. That's it's actually... like, if I was affected, would I feel differently? Like, I don't think I would be like, wow, that's so insensitive. But I would be like, well, what if it was your fucking, like, husband shot or something like that? I don't know. But, yeah, but it's... yeah I think it's not. Yeah. It's just like the video games. Like, that's not what the, where the focus needs to be at. Like, that's not the problem right. or the issue. Right, I mean, because you're like he's Todd said, the people you're letting those assholes that did right. this stuff win, and I think you actually made a good point, Sam, is that maybe they should have um, released the movie and said we're going to donate, you know, like half of our profits to you know yeah. whatever, uh, you know, gun control or I don't know some sort of or the victims of the families or right. something like that. Do that instead, you know, or something like that. But just you know, or like have information of how you can change, like get closer to changing some laws or something like at the end of the movie. I don't know. I just feel like they could have used this opportunity for something positive. I got, I got two things on this. Um, one, I think this gives ammo to people that are, that like get on their pedestals and scream like, Oh, call of duty makes kids want to kill or grand theft auto, you know, like stuff like that or horror movies. I watch horror movies. I play grand theft auto. I don't want to go out and kill people. It's that that that's one complaint, and two, it's like it's not like I would agree if the movie's coming out about a shooter walking into a bar killing people, then yeah, I agree this is bad timing. But it's literally about it's like battle royale. They kidnap these people, they throw them in the woods, and then they hunt them. What's different from hide and seek? The one the hide and seek movie come out, or you know battle royale or the purge. There's literally no difference. It's just them trying to be on a high horse, trying to get brownie points from the public, and it's 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 stupid. Right, and well, I mean, fucking Ready or Not is coming out this upcoming week, and it's about these people, Same like, thing. with, yeah, guy, yeah it's High like society. Very, very similar to The Hunt. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I just don't get it. I, I don't get why the studio decided to do this, maybe to get some brownie points, like you said. But, yeah, stupid. Uh, but, yeah, all right, I think that's a good place to stop horror news this week. Um, but, yeah. 
Uh, let's uh, move on to what are we doing? Trivia? Yeah, but hey, for all you horror video gamers, the Blair Witch comes out August thirtieth. Fuck yes! So get Blair you, Witch. Dust off your Xbox, game. Joe. I dude, I haven't played Xbox in forever, and I get I'm busting it out of storage. I will be playing it for sure. Um, oh, speaking of Blair Witch too, Wicked. Another thing for Wicked Weekend, uh, Heather Donahue um, from the Blair Witch um, will be at Wicked Weekend and. Possibly some more Blair Witch guests. We shall see. But um, definitely Heather for now. So definitely excited for that. Uh, I'm really excited, obviously, to interview and talk to her. So Does she do interviews? Because I know there's some bad blood, right? Uh, yeah, she will. Yeah. I, yeah, no, I, 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 mean, already... I mean, does she do it in the past? Like, speak highly of the Blair Witch? Because I know she had some issues. I think she's like she, I she yeah I know like she well it was like the fandom I don't think she couldn't like she wasn't a big fan of the fandom that like came with the movie and stuff but I think she's kind of come around to I mean it's twenty years later I think I think she's uh, made peace with it yeah. at this point but, that's that's always strange yeah. to me when actors get upset about being famous <laughs> yeah like but that. they were like they were nothing actors and like think about it like they it was on a no it was a no budget movie that like basically like me or you could have made like, out in the woods that fucking blew up and became, like, one of the biggest horror movies of all time. Like, I just don't think they expected, like, what was to come when that movie, you know? Yeah. So. Joe, bust out your stat sheet. I am ready. All right. So, folks, uh, the new and improved trivia here with Joe, Steve, Sam, and Todd. Currently in last place, Steve... With the big goose egg, zero points. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> likes the comeback story, so I'm just setting it up. All right. In, Don't worry, Steve. I'll be below <laughs> after this. In third place, we have Sam with one point. Yep. In second place, Todd with three points. And in first place, your boy Joe here with five points. Um, of course, the rules of trivia is... At the end of the year, the winner will get a $30 um, horror memorabilia thing of their choice from each losing member. So uh, you'll $90 is online, folks. You can get a pretty awesome th- stuff with that. So uh, yeah. some big stuff on the line here. So uh, the stakes are high. Kind of, I'm, I'm, kinda, I'm hoping Steve doesn't win because I don't want to send stuff through customs, man. <laughs> <laughs> Can you intercept it for me? <laughs> um, Sam, you should lead off. All right, you guys ready? Yes. But are you ready? Yep. Make sure freaking Joe's not peeking. I'm trying. <laughs> he is, he's been cheating. Little shady oh shady little turd. All right, guys. Which he probably these... sorry. He probably sneaks in like when you're taking a shower and reads like your notebook or something. He does. He's tried it before. <laughs> oh my god! Now I've I've had to hide my little notebook. Uh-huh. Your right. paper. <laughs> exactly. With Jonathan Taylor Thomas on the cover. Oh. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Which yeah, that is kind of weird, huh? What? Because he would like if I had a kid picture of Jonathan Taylor Thomas. But... Nowadays, it'd be kind of weird. (laughs) (laughs) All right. It's time to get serious. Which of these horror movies have never seen a remake? Cannibal Holocaust. Cannibal Holocaust. The Entity. I Spit on Your Grave. Or None of the Above. Cannibal Uh, Holocaust. Cannibal Holocaust Holocaust never had a remake. Well, unless you count the Green Inferno. No, it wasn't a remake. 
All right. Well, I'm going to say... Well, you guys are all wrong. Oh, shit. Steve, what's your answer? I said, I said none, of, said the none of the above. No, it's actually the entity, which I've never seen. Steve, well, that was your movie, dude. So are they considering uh, Green? They're considering Green Inferno a, a Cannibal Holocaust Cannibal Hall remake. That's bullshit. You know what? No one likes the sore loser. <laughs> who wrote know? this? Who wrote that trivia question? I want to cite the source. I want the website. <laughs> I'm writing them in. I'll get back, to you. I'll get back to you next week with all of that. Some chick named Halloween Happy, dude. It's the source. I don't know. <laughs> Weird. Uh, okay, I'll go next. Um, okay, A Nightmare on Elm Street takes place. Where? Ohio. I need the full name. Oh, we just talked about City this. City and state. Um, Who's I heard, typing? I heard someone yeah. type. It's not me. It's not me. Not me either. Um, is it Springdale, Ohio? Spring, Ooh, Springfield? No. Spring, Spring Hill? Springdale? Something like that. You should give me the point, Joe. I said Ohio. I'll give you a half a point. Spring tree. Where? Spring tree. Spring tree? No. You guys are close. Hold on. Springwood, Spring Hill. There you go, Todd. Springwood? You get get the full point. Springwood, Ohio. We were just, I feel like we were just talking about that on the podcast. I think we might have, like, last episode, yeah. All right. All right. I'm going to throw a softball out here. So someone needs to take it yard. Ready? Yes. What classic horror movie are they watching at the drive in? In the movie we're reviewing tonight. Imagine I'm dead. dead. That goes to Steve. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> Steve, off right, the, Steve. Steve off the bull, the goose egg. Out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I don't know if you guys remember, I told you I had a really good question that I didn't remember the answer to. Uh, <laughs> that movie was a double feature. Do you remember what the other one was? Uh, the uh, uh, Was it The Terror? Yes. Or okay. the, I that, that was say my it question, was. by the way. Wait, there was a double feature on like, the, in Scary Stories? Yeah, they showed it on the little flyer he gave him. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Anyway, uh, so I'll go with my question then. Uh, they're, all, they're all Scary Story related. I don't know why I did that, but I did. Uh, what's the name of the Scarecrow in Scary Tales? Harold. Harold! Uh, I heard uh, Todd first. Yeah, yes, he did. What? I didn't even hear Todd. <laughs> because you screamed. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to beat Joe. Sam, you're up. Oh. What was the name of the scarecrow? No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they use Night of Living Dead since you don't need to, like, pay anybody for that? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely, yes. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm using it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how many people died in The Babadook? Oh, God. Um, did anyone die, actually? Zero. Mm. Two? Um, One. God damn it, Joe. Yeah. Oh, fuck, Joe. Yeah, I was like, I don't remember any dying, but uh, yeah. never know. Fuck yes. Gets me horny. <laughs> okay. My next one is... What is the name of the camp in Sleepaway Camp? Wow. Shit. Um, I'm not a real horror fan. <laughs> camp Chonawanga. Oh, it's camp absolutely short. <laughs> I catch camp on <laughs> yeah, I think it's something Indian related, but I'm not sure. Camp Ochawakwa. It begins with an A. I'll give you guys that hint. Camp Anawanka. Inanita. 
no one's going to get this, apparently. Yeah, the, the worst part is I had that question as a fourth question one time, and I wrote it down, <laughs> and I don't remember. <laughs> the correct answer is... What does it rhyme with? Camp Schmarschwak. Arawak. <laughs> Camp Arawak. <laughs> we suck. Alrighty. What is the name of the wheelchair-bound character in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Oh, oh, uh, oh man! Oh, this I should really thing. know this. Uh, a little annoying fuck. Yep, he starts spitting. Oh, I almost, uh, I almost said his name. Ooh. Roy. No. God damn it! God damn it! I can't remember. I will tell you the answer in the form of a quote. Come on, Franklin! It's gonna be a fun <laughs> trip. Uh, yeah. yeah, motherfucker. Motherfucker. <laughs> All right, uh, another scary stories question. What's the name of the clown that Augie dresses up as in Scare Tales mm. of Tall and Dark? Damn. Ah! Said it like seven times too. Yeah, it's a very famous clown too. Oh. Uh, I don't know, motherfucker. It's like Palso or something. It's been a week since I've seen it. Palo. Now. I know. Well, you're, clo- like... you're close though. Am I close? Yeah. You are close, Todd. Well, if you know it, Sam, do it. No, Pal- I just know you're Paladin. close. No. <laughs> it's like pow, pow, it's like two syllables. Yeah. I don't know. Right. Fuck. No. It's a uh, Piero. Oh, I wasn't even close. How was that close? <laughs> well, the pow is Pierre. Piero. Okay. Well, I was. I just couldn't pronounce it, so you should give me the point. <laughs> <laughs> that is a negative. <laughs> Alrighty. Samantha. All right. Finish this quote. Oh. I'm not going to say the movie first. (laughs) Okay. Why are you doing this? (laughs) Wait. Uh, Finish that quote? Doing doing what? Messing up your day? (laughs) Okay. From The Strangers. Oh, because you were here. Because you're home. Got it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't even like that movie. That's right. That's a tricky quote there, Sam. What is this quote? The strangers Hello. Would say super <laughs> okay. This one is Hellraiser related. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm scared. What is Pinhead's real name? Shit. This was going to be one of my questions, and I don't even remember what the fucking answer was. Um, John? No. <laughs> Is it like a like a normal name like that? Oh, it's what he was referred to in the in the novels. Oh. I don't know. Steve? <laughs> no, no idea. Okay. You guys will know this one once I say it, I think. Hell priest. Hell priest. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, Alright. This may be a softball. In Shaun of the Dead, what is the name of the bar? The Winchester. The Winchester. Ooh. Sam, did you hear who was first? Ugh. That was I'm mm. I'm out. I'm not saying. <laughs> I know he just glared at you, huh? I'm a, I'll I'll fi- I'll find a I'll find another one. I thought that was a tie. Are you guys both getting a point? Or... No, it was a tie. You're going to find just, another one. Steve, go point? ahead while Todd's looking, I guess. <laughs> All right. Um, 
still in the same movie. What's the name of the actor that plays Roy Nichols, who plays Stella's dad? Um. Oh, damn it. He's fucking... Wait, I'm trying to think of the guy. Ah! Uh, we... Vince Gilligan? No. That, that, no that's that's the Breaking Bad. <laughs> oh, that's you're like... on the same, You're on the right path, but. <laughs> oh, Wait, dang it. Uh... I, I can't think of the guy. Oh. Well, that's your own fault, no, Joe. What guy, Sorry. What guy are we referring? What's Stella's dad? Don't Stella's dad? No oh. more hints. No more hints for this fucker. Ha- it's Hank. Hank. Yeah, it's oh, Hank. Not yeah. Hank bad. I can't remember his name uh, though. Uh, Asac Schrader. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was so sad when he died. Breaking Bad. Oh yeah. yeah, he's my favorite character for sure. He was. He was like one of the saddest deaths. I love when he's in the. The police precinct, and they're all speaking Spanish, and he pretends he knows how to speak Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shit, yeah, I can't, I can't remember the actor's name though. Todd, you don't remember either? No, I just I thought it was the creator of Breaking Bad, so no. <laughs> right, that's <laughs> uh, uh, Dean Norris. Dean, uh, oh, okay, I never got that. Yeah, I haven't gotten that either. All right, here's my uh, my tiebreaker. And Sam, you can get this too. Oh, okay. All right, finish this quote. Don't make me drink alone, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was geared towards Sam. I feel like. <laughs> okay, that is it for trivia this week, everyone. So, um, in last place currently, we have Steve with one point. In third place, Sam with two points. What? Are you sure I don't have three? No, two. No, because I had a point last time and I got two points this time. You got two points today? Yeah. On what questions? I swear I did. (laughs) Any backup, Todd, Steve? Uh, Don't remember. (laughs) I don't remember. You get your second point. All right. Well, for now, I'll listen to the We'll listen back. And so currently we have Steve in last with one, Sam in third. Yeah, because I got Harold. Or maybe I didn't. I got got Harold. (laughs) Okay, Sam at third with two, and we have a tie for first place right now with six points each, Yeah, Todd and Joe. I think me and Steve should just come up with the questions, and this could be a war between you and Todd. (laughs) What? You guys got plenty of time to come back. Um, And if you would like to help out Sam or Steve... Send in some uh, trivia questions of your own, like multi-point How's questions. How's that going to help us? Because if you send in multi-point questions to me or Todd, we have to we use them for you guys. So send in those questions if you would like. Or if you want to send in questions to me and Steve that take away points from Joe and Todd. <laughs> oh, I like we'll that. We'll do that too. Okay, I like that. Yeah, maybe some like negative point questions for people. Okay. Let's say if they get it right, we lose points. <laughs> yeah. It's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> This is getting crazier by the minute. Uh, but, yeah, if you want to do that, um, you know, go and follow us on our social medias, and you can send us questions. Um, me, Joe, is at Joe's House of Horror on Instagram. Um, Sam is at Halloween Happy. St- Steve is at Flipping the Nerd. And Todd is at Todd All Things Horror. So if you just want to see what we got going on on our re- everyday lives, um, I think most of us post up horror stuff and Halloween stuff and all that. So, yeah, go follow us on our social medias as well. Are you guys ready for scary stories to tell in the dark? Yes, we actually, I just shut all the lights off. Oh, my word. Hey, we were going to have you read it. Oh, that's right. I don't have the It could be like a bonus episode. 
I had a book actually. Oh wait, I, I, I actually here. I do. No, have... I meant from, a, from uh, the actual book. Oh, from the actual. Oh, sorry. Maybe we can add it. Maybe I can. No, do, it's I fine. can read one and we can add it. In. All right, no, forget it. All right, yes, we're ready. Synopsis is probably the worst one I've ever read on IMDb. A group of teens <laughs> face their fears in order to save their lives. That tells you so much. Um, directed by Andre Overdahl, director of uh, The Troll Hunter and The Autopsy of Jane Doe. Both excellent movies. Um, not his script, though. Another guy wrote it. Uh, write, written by Dan Hagerman. Basically, these kids go to a you know like abandoned house. Supposedly, there was a girl kept there that she's like kind of evil, and she would write stories, and they they would she would read the stories out to kids that would come to her house, and they would die. Blah blah blah. They break into the house, steal her book, and then the stories start writing themselves and killing off all the characters. Um, yeah. So you guys take it away. Um. Okay. Uh, I guess I shall. I will start. Um. I actually really enjoyed this movie. Um. So I, I think this this movie really depends on kind of what your expectations are going into it. Um. I knew this was going to be like a PG thirteen like young adult horror movie. Um, you know, if you're going in expecting it to be like a hard R adult oriented horror movie, that's not what you're getting in this. Uh, this movie reminded me a lot of, you know, like Goosebumps, but that went a little darker. Um, but yeah, overall, uh, I really dug it and I'll wait to hear what you guys said and we can get a little more into it. But yeah, um, I'll go ahead and go next. I also enjoyed it. Um, when I found out that it was PG-13, I had even told Joe. I was like, God damn it, why wouldn't they do rated R? And he's like, well, you got to remember, it's a fucking kid's book. I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess. But it was darker than what I expected. Um, I went in with low expectations. And I really thought they did a good job with the time period that it was set in. Um, and I thought all of the teen actors were really good. So, yeah, I dug it. I'm with you on Rated R, though, because the books came out in the 80s, and we're the target audience, I would think. Well, I'm like, I just, they could have done so much with it. Like, it could have been so fucking scary. Yeah, but it's, like I said, it's a kid's I know, novel. But it's, like, like, but it's like, yeah, but it's like, are there kids out there now that are reading the stories? I feel no. like they should have focused no. more on yeah. us that read it when we were younger. I mean, I guess that's one way they could have went with yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, I still yeah. liked it, but I was, yeah, when I first heard about it, I was like, oh, it's going to be fucking scary. Some of the things were scary in there, but... Yeah. Steve? Yeah, I actually kind of disagree. Uh, I think that it's good that they went this route because the people from our generation are reading it to our kids, so they're getting excited for the movie less than I think the adults would because we already have horror films for adults. It's not like mm-hmm. and there, there aren't a lot for kids, you know, they, other than Goosebumps and the clock, with the tower song, I forget the full title. Oh, yeah. Clock in his walls. yeah, right, which I dug. Um, there isn't a lot for them, so it's good to have something like this to kind of be an intro to horror and start the new generation of horror fans. Uh, having said that, I, I really liked it. You know, I, I didn't have a lot of expectations. I never read any of the books. To be honest, I didn't even know these were a thing until uh, I heard about this movie. So uh, I didn't know what to expect. And I had a lot of fun. I thought it moved really quick because there's a lot of kind of stories and it moves quick to quick. Kind of mm-hmm. like a semi-anthology type thing. And uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, I'm going to be the odd man out here. Um, I fell asleep 
three or four times in the movie theater. Oh, no. Tyler. Um, there was another dude in there. I'm glad he didn't murder me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he's wearing a Freddy shirt, so that's cool. Um, I just... I expected... I mean, Joe, I think you told me, yeah, it's like Goosebumps, but more hardcore. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. But um, I kind of disagree with Sam. I didn't think the kid acting was really good at all, to be honest, especially Tommy. He was some of the worst acting I've seen in a while. Yeah, I could see how you would say that about him. And then there's a cringy line where it's like, you don't read the book. The book reads you. (laughs) I mean, but but that being said, I also agree with Steve. That's a really good gateway horror for uh, for kids. That's an excellent starting stone or stepping stone. Um, there were things that I really did like, like I liked the toe lady hiding under the bed. That was really cool. And then I liked the falling apart dude. Um, that was well done. The jangly man. Jangly man. There you go. But overall, I just, it was a big miss for me and I didn't really understand. I, I'm, I'm kind of nitpicking really bad here. Um, but the whole movie kind of had like an anti-war, anti-Nix, anti-Republican kind of thing, right? Which is cool. Yeah. With, and then they actually, with a Hispanic character, like, yeah, he's a he's a draft dodger. But then his whole arc doesn't make sense because it's anti-war the whole movie. He's a draft dodger because he doesn't believe in it, rightfully so. That's fine. But then he goes to Vietnam anyway. So your arc was growing, having courage to go to war, I guess. Like, I didn't understand that part because they were kind of drive it home. Um, but, yeah, just the, the acting got to me. I didn't like it. And, yeah, that was that's where I'm at. Yeah, that's actually a good point, Todd. I I didn't really think of that. Like, I don't know why they kind of went the that route with like the anti-war stuff and the like. It wasn't really necessary or yeah, needed about in how this plot line, like at all. Backstory, um, not necessary. Yeah, kind of weird. Um, but I will say yeah. though, as far as acting goes, I, I thought the girl actually was really good mm-hmm. in this. Um, I found her to be really enjoyable and a really good character. I connected with her for some reason or the other. Um, you know, all the other characters I thought did fine. Like, no one, I don't think, like, stuck out as being bad to me, per se. Um, the one negative I would say, I feel like this, they could have tightened this movie up a little bit. It ran, I think the runtime was like an hour and 50 minutes. I think they probably could have cut this down to an hour and a half, and it would have been okay. Uh, but yeah, overall, I mean, I thought all the monsters were really, really good. I I would like to have seen more monsters, honestly. I think they could have incorporated a few more into the story but maybe saving them for the sequels and whatnot but um yeah i mean what was everyone's favorite monster in this harold harold especially when like the hay started coming out of that kid's mouth yeah i was like oh shit like this is gonna be kind of dark okay i liked harold but i also liked that girl in the uh the hallway in the Mm -hmm. in the hospital because she just had that creepy ass look plus he kind of got off the easiest he was just basically sucked Mm -hmm. into her body so he didn't get yeah. like, chased around by any crazy shit. He, I mean, that was a cool last scene too. When he, every time he yeah. turned around, it yeah. was there. That was cool. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a like a scary dream you have, you know, where you can't run or anything. That's what it kind of reminded me of. Okay, Steve. I, I, I like the toe, uh, the big toe woman. Uh, yeah, just, did that. That was kind of the scariest part, the part of the whole movie for me. Uh, when she got kind of when he was under the bed and she kind of sucks him into the wall or whatever um i just really dug that part it was uh it was good but yeah there, there were a few definitely good ones uh harold was good the jangly man was good yeah it's good it was a good movie yeah uh, i'm gonna go with steve at the big toe i thought that was like the legit creepiest part of the movie um and just the look of her was really cool too is that was everyone's favorite monsters also their favorite stories 
Um, no, I don't. I mean, there's a lot of stories, but out of that, like that group would be Harold. Harold, that was like your favorite segment of the movie. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed with Mr. Jangly Man. Why? (laughs) I don't know. I just, I, his face, I mean, his body and like the movements and everything were a little frightening, but I just, his, something about his face wasn't scary, I guess. And like the illustration on the book is horrifying. Yeah. So. You know what he he reminds me of actually is the guy, the villain from Conjuring 2. His face kind of looked like that old guy. That sits in the chair. Yeah. <laughs> I can't picture it. Yeah. That's what it reminded me of a little bit. I thought he was cool. Um, actually, that is kind of a good example of CGI done good. Like, I thought it was pretty awesome, like, how his body parts, like, you know, like, yeah. fell apart. And then, like, he could reassemble himself and yeah. stuff. Yeah. I mean, that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. Harold was my favorite segment, although yeah. he wasn't my favorite villain. Who's your, who's your favorite villain? Uh, the hospital chick. Okay, the hospital yeah. chick. But I really she was liked... just, like too nice. <laughs> what do you guys too... think about the spider? Oh, the spider scene. The red dot. Spider scene. With the girl in the zip. I think I fell asleep. <laughs> oh, shit, Todd. Yeah, it wasn't very good. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, for that me, at all. it was the most unrealistic one. So yeah. yeah. And that kind of took me out of it. The CGI and the spiders were too fake, and I just it didn't sell to me. Oh, the yeah. girl in the bathroom. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. That was weird because she's like, they just like re- like wrote her off after that. Oh, she's gone, and then ending, she's back. I'm like, oh, okay. She's the only one that like doesn't actually die, right? Technically. Yeah, I guess because they well, they got attacked. That like yeah. survived. She survived her story. Um, one right. thing I did like about this movie is that it did go dark. Like, you know, when she defeats this, what was the girl's name? Like, Sarah Bellows. Sarah Bellows. So yeah, like. When they're in this house, you know, when they find the book, you find out there's this girl, Sarah Bellows, that, you know, haunted, that's like haunts the house and stuff. And then she, they, when they find the book, she's the one that wrote, writes these scary stories. And, um, what do you find out about her? Like, she really. She was telling everyone that it was the water that her family was actually poisoning. Like, they didn't really care what was going in the water or something like that. And so then they tried to say she was crazy. And then they did, like, all of that psychotherapy on her and stuff and like tortured her pretty much right and like so now she just like wants vengeance and that's Mm -hmm. why she's like coming after everyone and stuff like that yeah um yeah so you you know you find that out and then at the end you know like that that the sarah bellows thing i mean it was okay i thought but like like someone had i think someone actually asked us in the question do you guys think this would have worked better as like just like a straight anthology movie like rather than the stories like kind of coming to life i don't think i would have i me personally i wouldn't have liked that you liked how they, they did it i like, this, how like it the was, stories coming yeah, to life it was into all one together, story yep. yeah okay what about you guys mm, i think it could have been in tighter runtime like joe mentioned if they did a traditional anthology with a wraparound Mm-hmm. Steve. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I I think it flowed better w- without being an anthology. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it just. I think an anthology it would have been too like, you know, the end of each story, and I don't know. I think the, the way it worked is pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I thought it worked fine. Like how this movie was. I 
think an anthology might have been interesting, but would it have worked better? I don't really know, because um, I thought this movie worked pretty well, how they had it going. Mm-hmm. Um, this is one, for me, that will, like, I lo- that will, like, join my Halloween rotation every, yeah. Yeah, in October, because um, the movie takes place in Halloween. You have some fun little Halloween scenes and stuff like that. But, yeah, I mean, it's just, like, a great, like, kind of turn-off-your-brain fun movie. It's not one that, like, requires, like, you know, a lot of thinking or anything. It's just kind of like a fun ride the whole way through. And, yeah, overall, I, I, I definitely enjoyed it. Want to go over Can I questions? say something a little... Oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah. I, I just want to say one thing that might come off as a little controversial, but I need to mention it. Oh. Uh, I'm curious what you guys think. Other than the racist thing with the the kid, mm-hmm. I kind of I get what the bullies were, like, so mad at these people. I mean, they threw eggs at their car. They threw a <laughs> like, bag of shit to their car. I'd be chasing those damn kids, too, and I'd yeah. lock them in the house, no problem. Like, uh, did you feel the bullies were, like, kind of justified in chasing these damn kids? Justice for the bullies. You heard it from Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think they were just finally prepared this Halloween because every Halloween the bullies would get the kids, and so they were ready this year for them. So I think it was just they had years of torture, and they were like, it's time for us to get them. So, no, I didn't feel sorry (laughs) for those jerks. I don't either, but I don't think they they thought it through. Like, you're still going to see them. Some other day. I know. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not like they disappear after the Like, they know it's you. Yeah. Well, that one, that um, one dude was going to Vietnam, though, so maybe they planned it around that. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um, Sam mentioned it, but what do you guys th- what did you guys think of the, the time, like, this taking place in the 60s? Do you think it would work, like, in a current time as well? Or do you think, like, they needed, like, this 60s, like, style so there's no, like, cell phones available and all that? Yeah, it was refreshing to have something different. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely... And I, I feel that, you know, I'd say from early 90s and before, there was more of a Halloween feeling like we believed more in more things because we didn't have the internet to kind of debunk everything. Yeah. So it's just a more innocent time that I prefer that for this type of movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I, I don't know if I completely mentioned this, but I like that how they went dark and not like the kids didn't come back in the end once they defeated, you know, like Sarah Bellows and stuff like that. Like you expect yeah. the friends to like come back or something like that, but the way it ends is, you know, they defeated Sarah Bellows and what or whatever, and you know, now she says that there may be something in the book, a way to find out how to bring her friends back from the dead or whatever i mean you ain't bringing the cop back you ain't bringing that cop back because the fucking jangly man snapped that motherfucker's neck but uh but actually that's kind of a brutal kill for like a Mm -hmm. young adult movie um but yeah (laughs) but yeah i mean it leaves it open-ended for a sequel so like would you guys want to see a sequel yes longest yeah. I want to. No. I'd be down. I, I think this would make, I know you weren't, I know you already know you're going to say no, Todd, but <laughs> I, I think this would make a really fun franchise, honestly. Um, it could also go really south as well um, with sequels, but I, I, after, uh, as much as I enjoyed this one, I, I would definitely give a second one to watch. Mm. <laughs> Do we have any, uh, what, were, what were the social media feedbacks on this? Uh, we, we got a few questions, but we kind of answered them all at this point. Uh, we got a question from Halo Halloween that asked if we we're satisfied with the uh, with the PG-13 rating or we would have preferred the R-rated. We kind of covered that. 
Uh, Paragon is the one that Joe mentioned, if we prefer it as an anthology. Uh, uh, Rebecca asks, what, what did you like about Scary Stories, and what would you have liked to see done differently? I don't know if we, we kind of well, covered Todd, the first part well, of it. I guess Todd, Todd can answer yeah, Todd, that. Well, what would you yeah. like to see differently since you didn't enjoy it? Um, more action, I guess, because I was just bored with it, to be honest. I Well, first you got to tighten up the characters. I didn't like the characters. I liked the girl. I think she was like all of us combined, you know, with her love mm-hmm. of horror and stuff. But other than that, I was just like, the, her friends were annoying to me. The bully was just cliche. Like you just pulled him out of a bully handbook. <laughs> Add that his his bad acting was just just terrible. Um, I think I, you can go a little bit darker, even with PG thirteen. You can push a little bit more, and just tighten it up. We don't need, we didn't need that much running around. Um, they could have cut a few things, like you mentioned the Vietnam stuff. They could have cut that out and would have tightened the script even yeah. better. So, I think a tighter script, uh, lower runtime, better acting, uh, and I was also bothered by the the ending when she's okay. Let's go on a road trip. Sucks, my friends are dead. And that's yeah. it. He's like, oh, okay. Well, she's trying. She, she, you know, she mentions that they're like looking for the answer and stuff. So at least it open ended for the sequel. All right, never mind. Would you? <laughs> would you have changed it? Would you guys have changed anything, Joe and Zach? I mean, I would have just tightened it up a little bit. I think the runtime. It was a little too long on the runtime. I think an hour and a half would have been perfect for a movie like this. The, I started feeling a little bit towards the end. I'm like, all right, this movie's running a little bit longer than I'd like. But other than that, uh, no, I wouldn't change much. I, I really enjoyed what they did with it. Yeah, just the worst stuff that we had mentioned, and then the whole part of where she feels um, neglected by her mom, and she felt like that's why her mom left. Yeah, that I don't like. I feel like I don't know. That really wasn't fleshed out like at all. Yeah, and it just I don't know. And at the end, he's just like, I, she just wasn't right in the head. And it's like, okay, well, you should have just not even mentioned anything about the mom. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, get over it. We all have parents that leave us. Wow. Okay. <laughs> all right, and we did have another <laughs> question. Uh, Malachi asked, "Did the movie do the book justice?" So I haven't read it, so I don't know. Um, that's tough. I'm gonna say kind of. Uh, you know, um, the books are a lot more darker. Yeah, I mean, um, it's kind of like. Whereas this, you know, but they're also kid. They are kids' stories. I mean, there are some like really good. Go- there's some really goofy shit in that, but um, you know, so I'll say like fifty-fifty. I mean. You know, kind of. I guess, like, kind of like the Haunted Mansion mo- movie. Like, they could have like made it a lot like uh, scarier and darker and stuff. But this was a lot better than the Haunted Mansion movie. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I'll say ca- kind of. Todd, do you agree? Um, no. Where's my toe? <laughs> <laughs> I was kidding. I agree. <laughs> um, yeah, it's the same. Yeah. I, yeah, I just I don't know. It just didn't hit at all f- with me. The only other movie I fall asleep fell asleep with was um, uh, the Winchester Mansion one last year. I fell asleep oh, yeah. for that one too. I guess I'm old. I don't know. Fuck. But um, do you guys have a rating for this? Yes. Let's see. I want to hear yours first, Todd, since you didn't <laughs> like it. Ooh, uh, four and a half, baby. Four and a half out of ten. Yeah, that is rough. Wow, that is rough. Um, yeah, I mean, overall for me, I really enjoyed this movie. I had a fun time with it. 
Um, you know, it wasn't perfect or anything like that. They definitely could have went a little darker, but I had a fun time in the theater, and I will definitely be watching this again. I am going to give it a seven and a half out of ten. Stop Sam? taking my score. No. <laughs> um, well, because Joe said seven and a half, I'm going to give it a seven point three. <laughs> okay. And I will also be watching this. I'll probably watch it twice every October. Wow. Twice? Gosh, damn. Yep. And I'll give it a 7. I mean, I did enjoy it. It's not a, like the, the best film, but it's uh, it was enjoyable enough to watch again, and I had a good time. And I just want to mention that I also watched the Scary Tales documentary, which is another screener that we got. Um, and that's something I don't recommend. It's a, <laughs> it's a lot... Uh, of about the censorship that this book suffered in the 80s where mm-hmm. parents were trying to get this book out of schools because of its wow. perversion and pornography so i don't know i, I guess i missed that part in the uh, movie but uh, <laughs> what's wrong with but people? there is yeah <laughs> uh, there is some cool stuff about the author and his life and uh, what interests me probably the most out of that documentary is the guy who made the art in the book which they actually took though if you look at the art in the book and the monsters in the movie, they're very, very close. They are. They're very they're well similar, done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole thing where they actually took Hed's art in a re-release in the 90s. Yeah, and only, people were only really recently, upset about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, only recently brought back his art because people were so upset about it. And I'm glad they used that art in the movie because it's a really killer art. And I, for that, I, I, kind of, I was kind of watching some of the other ones for the stories they didn't tell in this movie that I'm assuming they're saving for the sequel. And there's some really cool monster design, so I'm excited for a sequel. Cool. Real quick, Goosebumps 1, 2, Clock Don't on the Walls. Don't you dare! And this. Rank them. Okay, I haven't, seen, I haven't seen Clock on the Walls. Have you seen Sam? No, I haven't. Oh, man, that's a, that's a good one. But I'll like, you, you, guys can, you guys can rank, and I'll rank the other, and me and Sam will rank the other three. I'm doing, I'm doing Clock, Goosebumps 2, Goosebumps 1, and the Scary Stories. Okay. Steve. And I'm, I'm going to go Clocks, Scary Stories, Goosebumps 2, Goosebumps 1. Uh, I'm going to go Goosebumps 2, and then a tie between Goosebumps 1 and Scary Stories. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go... Oh, man, that's, this is tough. I'm going to go Goosebumps 2, Scary Stories, Goosebumps 1. I'm going to give you guys some homework, man, to watch Clock on the Walls. I know. Yeah, we'll have to watch it now. It's a good one. I think you, you, I think you, you both like said it. it was your favorite. I know. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. yeah. It's, got, it's actually right. got like a really terrifying scene in it. I think Steve knows which one I'm talking about, too. I think you told us it that. Definitely, yeah. yeah, the demon in the woods. I'm like, holy fuck. My kids are like, what the hell? We will yeah. watch it this week and watch we'll it, report it, on it, it for next week's What Watched. Nice. <laughs> I think three out of four is not bad <laughs> for this one. Yeah, no. Yeah. Recommended. Three out of four recommended. All right, anything else? Okay, but wait, I have a question without it being sounding perverted. Oh. So if you guys were Stella's age, like her friends, would you have a crush on her or would you think she was nerdy? <laughs> this oh. is weird. <laughs> well, because why do they always make people that are into horror like nerds? Like, we're cool. Are we? We're fucking cool. <laughs> I, yeah, I totally have a crush on her. Like, would you have a crush on her or would you go for, like, uh, Augie's sister? Uh, which... Well, it depends on which which character. If I'm in her friend group, then yeah, I would have a crush on her. 
Yeah. Uh, but if I was probably like a jock, I'd probably look the other way. Yeah. Agreed with Todd on that one okay. for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's a horror. She was a horror fan, so I probably would have had a crush on her. Mm-hmm. Like, because we would have like, exactly. we would have something big. We would have had that in common. So. And they were rare in the nineties. Like, I, I feel a lot of people I knew weren't horror fans. So. Yeah. I was lo- that intense I, was like yeah. I was lucky. I had a core group of friends um, where we would go to the video store and just watch horror movies like every day, like in high school. Um, so I was pretty lucky in that. I department. had one friend that I would always watch horror with. Your yeah. imaginary friend. Yeah. <laughs> I think horror fans like sneak around though. I think there's a lot more out there. Yeah. But like they're hard to find, you know, because you don't like broadcast it, you know. Yeah, like once I started going to conventions, I, I I always thought like I was like alone or like there was like a few people that was like hardcore horror fans like I am. But then once I started discovering conventions, I was like, oh wow, this is like mm-hmm. huge. There's so many hardcore horror fans out there. Yeah. All right. Anything else, Dad? I don't think so. I think that is it for this week. What are we looking at next week? If can we tell anybody or what? Um, we're like up in the air right now, so we can't report, but just follow our social medias and, uh, I will update you guys. So you guys will have some time to watch it before we do it. Um, I think it will probably be a home release unless we can all go and see ready or not. Um, which I think is coming out this week. So we can talk about that off the air though. All right. Bye everybody. Bye. See ya. Bye. Bye. Double bye again. Deadly Grounds Coffee knows how important your coffee is to you. Every batch is roasted to perfection with a unique special method that brings out the richest, deepest, smoothest flavor you'll ever find. We're coffee freaks too, and deadly serious about our brew. Just one sip and you'll know why we say, once you go deadly, you don't go back. It's truly coffee to die for. So when you're ready to get a little deadly, Get online and order yours at getdeadly.com. It's coffee so good, it's scary.